Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. Welcome to the September, Friday the 13th, 2019 Quadcast. First up, lines drawn. So what is everyone doing these days for borderline resectable pancreatic cancer? Well, most likely, systemic therapy. But then what? Conventionally fractionated chemoradiation, hypofractionated chemoradiation, SBRT. Thankfully, ASTRO has new guidelines published by Palta et al. in Practical Radiation Oncology, and they're out for pancreas radiation. When it comes to borderline resectable pancreatic cancer, recommendations are to consider conventional chemoradiation or SBRT after chemotherapy as part of a total neoadjuvant therapy approach. Here, we have a small trial of 25 patients published by Tran in the Red Journal from Michigan where patients with borderline resectable pancreatic cancer received six cycles of fulfirinox followed by chemoradiation. The radiation target was gross disease with a 5mm CTV margin treated to 50 gray in 2 gray fractions with the addition of gemcitabine. Half went on for resection and all had a margin negative resection or an R0 resection. In comparison, roughly two-thirds of the patients in the pre-op-PANC-1 and MGH trials went on to an R0 resection. And as a reminder, in the pre-op-PANC study, there was actually an improvement in overall survival with neoadjuvant radiation at 2.4 gray times 15 fractions for a total of 36 gray with concurrent gemcitabine. The MGH trial, on the other hand, used a hybrid short-course conventional radiation approach depending on vascular involvement. And keep in mind, some people weren't on the aforementioned guideline battle, and we're not exactly sure what they would say, but they might say that there's nothing magical about low-dose palliative SBRT, what is oftentimes cited as the standard, the 33 gray and 5 fractions, when you compare that to conventional radiation. The real goal, some might say, is to help patients get to an R0 resection. In addition, there are concerns that the narrow margins used in the preoperative setting could lead to high marginal failure rates. And if you really want to do some damage, you need to deliver an ablative dose. You know, something more like 4.5 gray times 15 for 67.5 gray total. Granted, if your surgeons and medical oncologists expect an expedited course, a short 2-3 to three week regimen, 3 gray times 10-12 to 12 fractions with wider margins might be preferred. So what's the bottom line? When it comes to borderline resectable pancreatic cancer, the bottom line is careful patient selection, chemotherapy, and radiation to give patients the best chance at R0 resection. Up second, the view. Every year, radiology residents across the country travel to Chicago or Tucson, if you're a golfer, to take their ABR boards. Why do our colleagues who needn't leave their desk at their day job travel all the way across the country to take a computer-based test? Well, it comes down to three words. Screen Quality Assurance. 
Radiologists understand the critical impact of screen quality on the ability to pick up on minor discrepancies with potentially major consequences. If such quote-unquote medical-grade electronic displays demand hundreds of thousands of travel dollars to ensure a fair test, perhaps radiation oncologists should look into screen upgrades for planning the delivery of high-dose radiation. This report by Robinson in Medical Dosimetry clearly shows, with remarkable, if not surprising, consistency that both physicians and dosimetrists strongly prefer the resolution, contrast, and sharpness of medical-grade over commercial-grade displays when participating in radiation planning. The bottom line is, if the delivery of a radiation technique requires six feet of lead and concrete shielding, it probably deserves medical-grade displays during treatment planning. Next up, don't strain yourself trying to guess which patients are at most risk of chemotherapy-induced cardiac dysfunction. This meta-analysis by Oikonomu in JAMA demonstrates that an assessment termed global longitudinal strain, which can be easily and cheaply gathered from an echocardiogram, is already being performed as a component of treatment, and it is a reliable predictor of later development of anthracycline-associated cardiotoxicity. Finally, marginal. Enthusiasm for salvage radiation in the face of a positive margin resection of cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma. In this small series published in JAMA Dermatology by Stamel Ruiz, 9 of 11 patients receiving salvage radiation went on to have progressive disease. Thanks for sticking with us for today's episode of the Quadcast. Be sure and stay tuned as next week we hope to bring you something a little bit special. Anyway, rate us, like us, love us, stick with us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.